Hi, this is Shannon, and I want to talk to you about my pillow because trust me, I have one of everything. Good news, Mike Lindell is back with his quality products with big discounts for listeners of the show. Go to mypillow.com/regularjoe or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regularjoe. My pillow is having their big 20th anniversary sale on limited edition my pillows with prices as low as 19.95 for the queen size pillow. I love the my pillow all season slippers. Right now they have the lowest price ever with just $25 with the promo code REGULARJOE. They're easy to clean, hand-sewn moccasin design, made to wear year-round in all climates. And right now they're having the biggest bed sheet sale ever with the Giza Dream Sheet set, as low as $29.98 with promo code REGULARJOE. These sheets come in nine solid colors and four flannel colors. 400 thread count sizing from Twin to California King. They're all machine washable and durable and come with a 10-year warranty. Visit MyPillow.com slash REGULARJOE or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe that's 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe Joe Giganti, your regular Joe. Just looking at some of the emails, text messages, you know, an interesting from one of our, our great Mary Band of regulars. They said, uh, on Fiona Hill, we don't we do not do political hits. And they said, really, Jeffrey Epstein, anybody? Uh, just, I mean, it's a, it's a fair thought. Now, we played a moment ago, Bianca Tiller. She was the freshman roommate of Lake and Riley, the young lady taken out in her prime by an illegal alien. There should be nothing but outrage. Uh, she was only 22 years old, murdered by a 26-year-old illegal alien living with his other, his brother, another illegal alien, who had falsified green cards, tried to work at the very college that she attended. But tell me again how it's completely good. These are people just seeking a better life. Now, here's the thing. The fact of the matter is, and I understand this is difficult for some on the left to accept, well, even maybe some on, on the supposed right in the middle. But the the sanctuary nation that Joe Biden has created is directly responsible for Lake and Riley's death. Her blood sits on his hands and on every Democrat. Now, what is he doing in reaction to this? Well, there's breaking news. Joe Biden is going to the border on Thursday. That's right. For the second time in his entire political history, they've announced Joe Biden will be in Brownsville, Texas, ostensibly to meet with Members of the Border Patrol, law enforcement, and local leaders, this according to a White House official. Now, what's he going to speak to? In his normal tone-deaf way, the plan is for him to discuss the urgent need to pass the Senate Bipartisan Border Security Agreement, which is not a, it's a border security agreement for other nations, not ours. And therein lies the problem. It's nothing but window dressing as per usual. As for the foreign nations, I'm all for supporting Israel. I think Ukraine has gotten a lot of our money. I don't want to send any more there. I don't think we can justify it. Taiwan is another decision. I think they should be individual bills. Do an actual border bill, do a Taiwan bill, do a Ukraine bill, do a Senate bill. Put every person on the record where they really stand in terms of how we spend taxpayer dollars. And I think we spend far too much of it that we don't even have when we can't secure our own border. 
And I defy any liberal or any weak-kneed, feckless, spineless Republican to debate me on the topic of who's got blood on their hands with Lake and Riley. Now, look, Jose Antonio Ibera, he bears the most responsibility. But the fact that he's here, that he's been allowed to stay here, that is firmly on this regime's shoulders. And I hope it's a clarion call, not just to adults and parents, but to these young college students that have this sacred right to vote, that they abuse by voting for morons like Joe Biden because, well, he's going to give us free stuff. He's going to forgive our debt. And so he's my buddy. And that very awakening may be happening. Here's Bianca Tiller on something that's occurred to her since the loss of her close friend. It's also scary because I didn't even look at the data and the statistics until more recently about how many people are here illegally. And it just makes me so uneasy to know that this might not be the end of these tragedies, you know, like hopefully nobody else has to go through the same thing, but this shouldn't have even happened in the first place. It's just so unfair. She's absolutely right. And I hope more and more people start looking at those stats. They're staggering. Eight million that we know of. Tens of millions more. Carrie Lake, remember last week I told you about the situation with these hospitals and they left the 800-pound gorilla out of why so many of these suburban hospitals were struggling and why they were shutting down? Cut number 15. Carrie Lake lays it right out there on uh, Sunday Morning Futures with Maria Bartiromo. It's not only that. We look at what's happening with our hospitals where they're overrun with people here illegally, not paying the bill. The hospital in Yuma is um, at risk of going under because of that. They've got $20 million in unpaid bills. And if, if we lose a hospital in a town like Yuma, that is, that's an important hospital. There's not a secondary and a backup option if we lose these hospitals because they can no longer do business. So it's affecting us greatly. It is affecting us greatly. And poor Bianca Tiller trying to come to grips with this said that I I hope that we don't have to have any more of these tragedies. Well, here's the sad fact. These tragedies have already been occurring. Only now are they getting the airtime they deserve. The focus from the mainstream <clears throat> legacy media, even as they try to cover up, as they try to distract and make it about something it's not about. To pretend like this guy had a clean slate when he did not. Putting his ex-wife out there as though she's some character witness. Pretty sure she broke the law to get here too. But this does happen, and it's happened multiple times. And one example is Dan Rosenberg's son, also a college student, taken out in his prime by an illegal alien. My son was in law school at the time. He was just coming home one night. And an illegal alien tried to make a last second left hand turn and they collided. If he had just stopped, I wouldn't be here today. My son would be would have walked away with some cuts and bruises and that would have been the end of it. But instead, he accelerated, drove over his body, um, got stuck, backed up, drove over him a second time. And then going forward, uh, somebody jumped in front of his car and he stopped with his with this uh, tire on my son's abdomen. Um, so, you know, every day is, you know, people will say, you know, time heals all wounds. I don't know who came up with that saying, but it's just not true. I feel nothing but sadness for this man. His son taken out by an illegal alien behind the wheel. Oh, it could have happened. It could have been anyone else, but it wasn't anyone else. It was the illegal alien that shouldn't have been here. Eminently preventable. Why? But because of 
the open border policies of this Biden regime and Democrats and some Republicans throughout the years, this is what happens. And it will continue to happen until we get serious about this. Why in the world are we talking about giving away $60 billion to any country when our border is wide open? It's absurd. It doesn't even make, there's no logic to be found in any of this. Now, this brings me to the final piece we've got to get to today. We will talk more about it throughout the week. I can promise you that. Now, in the old days, we used to have forts, right? We'd build walls around our forts and try to keep the bad guys out. In ancient times, they built walls. There's walls around Israel and around Jerusalem to keep the bad guys out. It makes sense. You want to keep the bad guys out. But what happens when you build nice walls to keep the bad guys out, but there's good guys inside the walls? They say they're just like you. But every time you show your back to them, they put a knife in it and twist. What do you do about those people? Do you ignore them because they're inside the city? They're inside the walls, so I guess we should just go along to get along. I mean, you know, they're one of ours. They live here. How long does the society last when you let those people continue to stab in the backs those they claim to love and care for and, and stand in allegiance with? Not long at all. And so it is true when it comes to any political party. I often get told, well, you know, unity, Joe, you should be more unifying. There can be no unity without truth. And the truth is, in the state of Wisconsin, there is a terrible, terrible cancer that is metastasized through the Republican Party. It's a cancer that hasn't been named until now. And it's a cancer known as Robin Voss. In this latest move that he's pulled is so nefarious and diabolical that this Recall Voss effort, I'm telling you, everyone that hears my voice should go to RecallVoss.com with one S, V-O-S, RecallVoss.com Do whatever you can to help. You have to be in the district to sign the recall petition. But you can come from outside of the district to go collect those signatures. You can donate to the effort. You can volunteer to phone bank for the effort if you don't live there. Now, you may recall Robin Voss got challenged in the last election and almost lost his primary by less than 300 votes. Some say he did lose his primary. We had the magic ice cream truck going around picking up ballots in the district. One's never quite explained how that works or how that's legal, but hey, why ask questions? Because when you do, the full force of the government is brought against you. And that's what, and by the way, I just want to tell you right now, I know for a fact there are other hosts that are on the air in Wisconsin that are defending this nonsense. They have the audacity to admonish the people trying to do the right thing in law, this little puny, pipsqueak, Napoleonic pissant that is Robin Voss and all that he's doing. And it's disgusting to me. I don't know how they look in the mirror and go to sleep at night. It is pathetic. Honest to goodness, I really just don't understand how people can either be so willfully blind or so wantingly stupid. You explain to me how there's an ethics commission complaint submitted against all the main people involved in Adam Steen's campaign to try to unseat Robin Voss. By name, Adam Steen. Three of the county parties in the state of Wisconsin, Florence, Chippewa, and Langley, 
that, that donated, legally donated money to Adam Steen's campaign. The Save America PAC. Remember, Robin Voss is the guy that said he's going to do everything he could to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in Wisconsin and not the nominee in Wisconsin. And now there's an ethics complaint against the Save America PAC, which is a super PAC that supports Donald Trump. But most egregious of it all, Janelle Branchin, the woman he chose to lead the Government Oversight Committee, charged her with investigating the 2020 election. She did her job and did it well, which is why he fired her from the job because he didn't want a good job. He then kicked her out of the Republican caucus, not allowing her to be in those caucus meetings with other Republicans, because that's the kind of tiny, small person that he is. This kid, he must have gotten beat up on the playground every day of his grade school life. He is, he is like, he's like the Microsoft founder. He's just like Bill Gates running around. He, he thinks he's going to pay back everybody for all the pain and suffering of his childhood and how he treats people. Now, they allege that Janelle Branchin led some cabal to direct money to Adam Steen's campaign. Now, here's the fun thing about it. County parties can legally donate to a campaign, and they can do it without the normal $1,000 restriction that is on individuals. That is the law in the state of Wisconsin. So to make it illegal, they've got to come up with a conspiracy and now they're saying the conspiracy is basically that Janelle Branchin is the big bag man behind the scenes, raking in all the bucks and directing them all towards Adam Steen. Now, I would have to double check on one of the counties, but I'm fairly certain that all three of the counties that have been named were, were counties that signed the no confidence vote in Robin Voss going back to the post-2020 fallout when they wanted an investigation. I know for a fact at least two out of the three have been vocal critics of Robin Voss's lack of courage in defense of conservative values and have been great supporters of the work of former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman and State Representative Janelle Branchin. So you'll forgive me if I'm not going to play stupid and think, oh, I don't know where this ethics complaint came from. Gosh, I wonder how they, somebody who filed this, I wonder who, who the catalyst was to get this that happens to name all of these people individually. This is what he does to conservatives. Is that who you want running your state legislature? He's also the chess player. Remember, he's a great chess player. Who, after promising to fight it all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States, rolled over and gave Governor Evers new maps in the hope, their big strategy was they hope that they can hold on to a slim majority. Now understand in the state Senate, we have a supermajority. In the state assembly, we're one vote shy of a supermajority. And the big play is, well, let's see if we can just kind of hold on by the skin of our teeth. These kinds of games go on every day. But let me tell you what the point of this is. I've talked to people already that have looked at the charges and they don't think that there's enough to even charge because it has to be done by local DAs. Now, if you get a Democrat DA in your area, well, you'll probably get something out of this. But the local DAs, most don't think there's any there there. They see it for what it is, but there's a poison pill. If they don't charge, then it has to be kicked up to Merrick Garland's Department of Justice for review. Just like the pro-lifer. Remember the pro-lifer in Philly? The local DA said, there's nothing there. I'm not going to charge him. Then Merrick Garland came in and charged him. And they had to go to court over it. And hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees later, he was acquitted because it was all lawfare. 
So you want to know what the end game here is? They don't want a conviction. There's no conviction to be had. Ultimately, nothing bad was, nothing illegal was done. No, this is the politics of personal destruction. They want to bankrupt Janelle Branchin and the leaders of these county parties because they had the audacity to stand up for the true, the good, and the beautiful. Now we need to come and back these people up. The regular Joe radio show.